This episode is brought to you by Texas Chicken and Burgers. Texas Chicken and Burgers serve delicious food and we love it. Oh man, I just had it right now and it was amazing. Their menu is 100% halal, which is very hard to find in a, in a fast food restaurant chain. They have 36 locations across New York City, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. Go to www.texaschickenburgers.com for their locations and how to order delivery or pickup. That's www.texaschickenburgers.com. Thank you, Texas Chicken and Burgers, for sponsoring the podcast. Another episode of Socially Profiled Podcast, and today is a very special episode because we have a very special friend of ours, Brother JD yes, in the sir. building. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Welcome to my brothers, man. Yo, How's it going? This is long overdue, man. Super this is long so overdue. long overdue, man. I'm so happy to be here, man, out in New York, all the hey. way from Canada. East Coast hey, team, bro. Honestly, bro, I'm so happy to have you here today, bro, because I've known you for such a long time, and I, really? I don't think a lot of people know that like we've known each other for a long bro, time we have we have because it, it goes back to like facebook days bro mm-hmm. like, I, don't, I don't use facebook no more like that but like i used to message you back in like 2012 2012 i remember those days we used to just like message back and forth you uh, know, i never like, knew that yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's not like that I don't know. But, like yeah we used to talk he's messaged me and I always had a, a special love for you, bro. Because I, for real, man. I, I always see how genuine, genuine of a guy you are, bro. Thank you, so, like, bro. the fact that we, I know you from, you were part of a group called House of Halal. House right? of Halal. Shout out my boy Ali if you've seen this. Yo, so bro. I, I remember that guy. So watch that. This kid is dope. He's actually very, very talented. Like, you used to, like, he, when your boy used to do, like, telling me what Yeah, the so one of my boys used to do beatboxing, and then we just used to rap me and my other boy Ali. Bro. So, yeah, man, that's like eight years that, ago. That's what helped you start off, though, right? Yeah, so that that's what started off. So, basically, like, that was probably like my first experience of like getting some sort of popularity and yeah. some sort of like clout, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like eight years ago, there was the Awakening Records contest, which Harris yeah. won. Yeah, right? oh, wow. he was in that, that, so, in that contest. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, how so I, that's how I knew you. Yeah, so that's how I met Harris back in the day, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So I like, never knew that. Wow. Yeah. He was part of the same contest, that's how I knew. House of Halal was like a show? No, it was like a, a it was like a rap it was a group. Yeah, it was like a rap group and was just pure beatboxing. It was everything was like, you know, 100% like... No, it was tough, but well, honestly, like that was... It was, it was some unique talent because your boy was a sick beatboxer yeah. and then he was just rapping over the beat. Yo, it, was, it was like a sick combination, honestly. It was fun, man. We made it to the top, top 16. 16. Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, man, you got a good memory, bro. What's I'm going on? Good. I remember, bro. Come on, man. What's up with this guy? He knows me. I kept up with him. I was on YouTube. I kept up with him. Honestly, when we started this podcast back in March, the, you, you've been on our list like to have you as a guest yeah. on Sub- our podcast. Oh, and I saw, as soon as I saw you guys promoting it, like you guys like have we guys have we have a podcast coming. I'm like I have to be on this podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just felt it, man. Most yeah. definitely, you're well, We messaged him too. I messaged you back. In, we're supposed to do it in February, but like mm. I'm happy we're doing it now because if you right now you got a book coming out, like now it's already out. It's already published. Something to guidance. A decade of guidance. A decade of guidance. That's amazing. To make a book, it's a well, match all the levels. Thank you so much, bro. It's about my conversion story to Islam it's about my uh, my early childhood like the struggles that I went through because I went through like a very very like tough childhood you know what I mean yeah. and then all the way till now I'm like 
the brightest and the darkest moments of my conversion story and being a Muslim convert. And I just wanted to write a book for, as a means of inspiration. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of Muslims are lost, a lot of young Muslims, right? 100%. And I had like nobody, like when I first converted, I had to learn everything on my own. I had to learn how to pray on my own. I had to learn wow. Arabic on my own to study the Quran. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things with no teacher. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to use that energy and show it to the youth, you know, so they can feel like, yo, if this guy can do it, then I can do it too. Yo, you see what I'm saying? So that was amazing. like the primary you know, intention behind writing that book, alhamdulillah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Honestly, I'm definitely going to cop, cop, get a copy. Everybody listen, y'all better get, get a copy and support, man. The like, Decade so, of Guidance. The Decade of Guidance on jadeen.com, man. Jadeen.com. Jadeen.com, man. J-A-E-D-E-E-N.com. Yes, I didn't know too much about it. You're not even born Muslim, right? That's the only thing I'm a convert. I converted to Islam. How did that exactly happen, though? Okay, so I converted at the age of 15. So I'm 26 now. So it's been 10 years now since I've been Muslim. Wow. So I was. Hey, you, you just turned 26, by the way. Happy yeah. late birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy late birthday. Happy late birthday. And looking for mega fresh shoes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Got the braids on. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Oh. Yeah. 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 Thank you, bro. Uh, um, so, yeah, so I converted to Islam age of 15 um, in Canada, Ottawa, Ontario. Um, so all my life, bro, like I was I was always searching for like just the purpose of life. I always knew there was something beyond this life. I always had that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I grew up in a Christian family. Um, but just like growing up um, in the Catholic tradition, things weren't really sitting like sitting well with me. A lot of the beliefs. Right. So this story I always tell the people when I was growing up, we used to go to the church like every every few weeks as a school group. You know what I'm saying? To like just you know, do like the Christian practices and stuff like that. Oh. And one of the practices that we had to do as Catholics was something called confession, right? So confession, what that is, is basically, I would go to a priest, a Catholic priest, and I would tell the Catholic priest, you know, my sins, like my mistakes, like I stole this, or I got into a fight with my mom, or it's just exposing my sins to a priest. And it would be up to a priest to tell me, I'm going to ask Jesus Christ to forgive you. You see what I'm saying? What? So that never really sat well with me. That was like yeah. one of the things like, why do I need to tell a priest about my sins, right? Because in Islam, we believe that our sins are between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only, right? Yeah, and we shouldn't even publicize our sins. We should keep it to him so we can, he can forgive us, right? Definitely. So for me to tell another human being, it didn't really sit well with me. You see what I'm saying? So it was just one of some, a practice like that that wasn't sitting well with me. And um, so when I was in grade 10, um, the first ever like exposure to Islam that I ever had was through my ex-girlfriend. She was from Egypt. That's you, so your ex had had something to do with you becoming a Muslim. Yeah, she was. Wow. She, she was Muslim. She was. That's she amazing. was fourteen years old, bro, when we were, wow. and I was fifteen. And like, um, so basically, what happened is that you know, it was like four months into the relationship, and like we were like madly in love with each other. You know, four months. Wow. Four, four months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, yeah. You know, and Probably she was such not. a such a such a nice, sweet, intelligent girl. And uh, you know, we were talking on the phone one night, right? And I was like telling her, like, listen, I would love to spend a future with you one day. Like, Ooh. you know, talking about like, getting married. Four months. Okay. You know, man, you're But then, um, when I told her that I wanted to marry her, she's like, I'm not going to marry you. I can't marry you. And I'm like, 
why? Why can't I marry you? And she's like, because you're not part of my religion, right? Mm-hmm. In my religion, you know, the girl can only marry within, within Islam, right? That's yeah. Muslim girls. And I was kind of like, I was so intrigued by her, her firmness, right? Even though despite maybe our relationship wasn't like the most halal thing in the world, when it just came to her, her iman, she was so firm on it. And that actually kind of made me more curious. Okay, if she's so firm about it, like, I want to know more about this. I want to respect this. You know what I'm saying? And it came to the point where I was like, why don't you become Christian? Why don't you become Catholic wow. so, so that we can, you know, make this work? And she's like, I will never change my religion. Like, this is what I firmly believe in. I was raised upon this. My, my parents made me a Muslim, and I'm never going to change my faith. Like, this is a 14-year-old girl, bro, and she's, like, so wow. firm. Wow. You wow. see what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, damn, bro, like, what is this? Okay, so tell me about Islam. So that's exactly what happened. It was on the phone. Like, we were on the phone for, like, eight hours on a Friday night, you know? And, um... So she told me about Islam, like the basic beliefs, like the five pillars, just very basic stuff, you know, about how Muslims are terrorists, you know, all those things in the media. And then the topic that really got us heated was the topic about Jesus, right? So obviously in Christianity, Jesus is God or the son of God. And that's what I was raised to believe that like Jesus is just number one. He's everything, right? So when she told me that in Islam, that Jesus is just a mere prophet, He's a human, but he's a well-respected, honorable prophet. That didn't sit well with me. Like, I got angry. Like, I was like, no, there's no way Jesus is God. Like, he's divine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and then we just started debating. So she started telling me things like, okay, well, if Jesus is God, you know, why does he say, why does it say in the Bible that Jesus is actually praying? Like, he actually, Jesus is putting his face to the floor to submit to the Lord. Like, this is actually in the Bible. Yeah. Um, there's verses in the Bible that say that, Jesus says, the Father is greater than I, or the Father is greater than all, right? So if Jesus is going to say the Father is greater than I, or greater than all, that means Jesus is distinguishing himself from God. Like, yeah. they're, they're, not, they're not one, they're two, right? 100%. Um, so it's just like little arguments like that that kind of got me thinking and made me more curious to learn um, even more. Um, and then she started showing me, you know... Um, one thing that's really interesting, she started showing me like Islamic music at the time. And at the time, there wasn't really a lot of Islamic music. Yeah. So you guys know Lupe Fiasco, right? Yeah, yeah Lupe. So Lupe, he was my favorite rapper at the time. Like, I just got into music for a few years. I was rapping, doing my thing. Yeah. Shout out to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hey, yo, I need to grab him. Just pick him up. We just got a video bomb by the cat. <laughs> oh my God, he's a bad cat. Um, so Lupe was my favorite rapper at the time. Yeah. Um, and I was just so intrigued because, you know, my favorite rapper was like Muslim. He was part of this religion that I was yeah. just getting myself into. So then she showed me a song that he made. It was called Muhammad Walks. So Muhammad Walks mm-hmm. is a remix to Kanye West's Jesus Walks, yeah. right? Yes. So when I heard that track, bro, I was like, yo, this is this is so dope. Cause he was like rapping in Arabic. He was saying, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim and I'm like, yo, what is he saying? This is yeah, so dope. That's awesome. And then he was talking about like Moses, Abraham, and like all these biblical prophets as a Muslim. So I was like, okay, this is very, very intriguing. Um, so if it wasn't for me hearing that song, bro, like I literally started, I wanted to make more research out of it. And this is why when people try to tell me, oh brother, music is 100% haram. What you're doing is haram. You're misguided. People are like, listen, I came to Islam through people like Lupe Fiasco. If it wasn't for him, he wouldn't have motivated me to want to learn. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he guides people in mysterious ways. Like this is what the Christians say, God works in mysterious ways. It's true. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't have a girlfriend, I wouldn't be here right now. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yo. So you can't judge people's paths to God. It's always going to be different. Yeah. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? Yo, it's crazy to me because like, 
when you explain this whole story, it's 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 very inspirational. It's it's, it's a whole different like story because like I'm 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 privileged to be born in a super religious family. Like my mom was a chef, you know what I mean? My dad, oh, really? like, like my family is, is the type of family that prays in the park public oh, and everything. Oh, oh. So like yeah. I'm privileged and then hearing your story is kind of crazy. Like you're having conversations like that at, as a 14, 14, 15 year old kid, like with, with your with your girlfriend, which is crazy. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And it was, so it was crazy. So after after all that experience, I met with her on Monday and she gave me a copy of the Quran and she gave me other like Islamic books, right? So I'd say for about four months, bro, I was just in, I was in high school. And I went from being the kid who, cause I started making music at 13 years old. So I was like recording in the studio and I was just releasing like, you know, just club bangers and get lit. I was known as the kid, like just releasing those songs about like drinking, smoking, just doing all that crazy stuff, you know? And uh, all of a sudden that just changed. And I'm just Josh, who's sitting in the hallway, just reading a Quran and a Bible in a Catholic school. Like you're talking like a thousand. What do you mean, Josh? So Josh is my real name. Josh was my real name. Josh real name? Josh was my real name. My whole name was a lie. I thought it was Jay. Oh, you know my real name is Jay. No, that's amazing. Yeah, so Jay Dean is actually short for Jamal Dean. That's that's what Jay Dean stands for. Yeah, so I think Jamal is my Muslim name. I didn't change it, you know. Say so, my password still says Joshua, but no. so I can travel in peace, you know. What yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Joshua. So yeah. everyone calls me Josh back home. Uh, so I'm just sitting in the hallway, reading the Quran, reading the Bible, and keep in mind, I have never read the Bible as much as I did in my entire life when I started researching Islam. So wow. I was like, I was like reading my Bible, reading the Quran, going side by side. And the first chapter that I, that I ever read of the Quran was Surah Maryam, chapter 19 of the Quran. Um, the reason why I read that surah first is because obviously I was a Christian. You see what I'm saying? And when I read Surah Maryam, and I saw that the Quran talks about Jesus السلام, in such a respectful, honest, and just, just such a loving manner, I was so like, I was like, wow, this is, this is really eye-opening. You see what I'm saying? So every time I give da'wah to a Christian, I tell them to read Surah Maryam, to say, listen, Islam loves Jesus. You can't be a Muslim if you don't believe in Jesus, alayhi salam. You see what I'm saying? So when I saw that, you know, Jesus is born from the Virgin Mary, Jesus spoke from the cradle, did all of these amazing miracles that I was raised to believe in, you know, and even, even when I was doing my research, I was telling myself, listen, if I become a Muslim and I'm seeing that, you know, Islam even respects Jesus, alayhi salam, in some senses, even way more than Christianity, I am not actually leaving Christianity if I become Muslim. I'm actually graduating from Christianity to Islam. It's like a yeah. higher yeah. understanding wow. of, of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I so like that. that's what I was getting. Yeah. That, 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 that was the vibe that I was getting. You know, so I was just doing further research and research. And the more that I got into it, I started like, I started losing friends. You see what I'm saying? People were making fun. Keep in mind, it's a, it's a Catholic school. You've got like a thousand wow. people who are Christians or Catholics. Yeah, then all of a sudden, just one person just... He's secluding himself every day. I stopped talking to people, bro. Like I was at, like, imagine at lunchtime, you hang, you're supposed to hang out with your boys, go out. I'm just sitting in the hallway, just reading, bro. Just reading the Quran. What they thought of you? Like they thought you were like some kind of yeah, they, they, they weird. Just, person yeah, 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 yeah. They just thought it was weird. They, they were making fun. Teachers were making fun of me. Like they teachers were making fun of me. That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? Saying what? Just like, what are you doing? Why are you researching? And like. Just, just mocking me. You see what I'm yeah, saying? And like, yeah. one of my boys is like, is like, yo, I hope you enjoy that last piece of bacon. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. that's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yo, and I did though. I did low key. <laughs> I did low key. I, I did low key. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know and then and then I, I started telling my parents you see what I'm saying what, like oh. that I was interested in becoming Muslim so my mom she was like okay with it she was worried she wasn't angry but she was worried you know what I'm saying that yeah. that was gonna become like a terrorist or something like crazy like that because again that's that's all that was in the media oh, yeah, 10 12 years ago about Islam right yeah. Um, then I told my dad that I wanted to become Muslim. When I told my dad that I wanted to become Muslim, he's like, if you become Muslim, I'm going to disown you. You're not going to be called my son. You're a disgrace to the family. Yo, I don't know if you know African Christians, yo, but they go crazy about Jesus. Like, yeah, they be dancing in the yeah. churches. They be going like, Jesus, yeah. the devil is a liar. Like, they go nuts. They sweating, bro. They sweating in the churches. So, like, hey. if you say anything disrespectful, like, it's, it's, it's beef. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, that's the vibe that my dad had. Wow. If you become Muslim, yo, don't even think about it. Like, I'll disgrace you. You see what I'm saying? So, when I got that reaction from my parents, you know, Despite being in love with what I was researching, like I, I was convinced already that like Islam is the truth, that you know God is only one with no partners, you know that He sends prophets. Jesus, uh, Islam is just a prophet. He's not God because it wasn't making sense. I was asking people, can you explain to me the Trinity in uh, in, in Christianity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Why that needs to make sense? Is God th three in one or one in three? It does. It just doesn't sit with me. And people weren't giving me substantial answers. They weren't. They were just either just making fun of me or just ignoring me. You see what I'm saying? And I truly believe any religion, if a religion has to be true or haq, and this is in disrespect to Christianity. This, I'm just talking about my own experience. But if you're going to believe in a religion, you have to wholeheartedly understand what you're believing in. You see what I'm saying? That's no. why the concept of tawheed, just believing in one God, that it just makes sense. A two-year-old should understand that. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? Wow. So I was already convinced, but the thing is, bro, even though I believed and I was convinced, the, the fear of, of being alone, the fear of losing friends, the fear of losing family, yo, that, that, that pushed me back. You and see what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, I don't think, I think I'm going to step back from this. Yeah, you're, going all the, you're going through all this at the age of 15? At the age of 15. That's subhanAllah. Yo, this is crazy. Yeah. I'm getting like chills. Yo, I just, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, this is wild. Like, yeah, yeah. can continue? Yeah, so I was, I was like, I was, I was getting really scared because like, yo, I, I don't want to lose my mom. I don't want to lose my dad. Like, and like, I was, I was like that popular kid in school. I don't want to lose all that. But at the same time, it's like, I've been going through so much in my childhood, you know, like I lived, I went through like low income, you know, my parents divorced at such a young age, you see what I'm saying? And that affected me as a child, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there was one Christmas, um, there was one Christmas that I had when I was around, I think eight years old and my house burnt down, you know, as a Christian, that's like the worst thing that a child can go through. Wow, wow. So, so many things that, that, pier that pierced me, you know, and like, I used to even have conversations with friends and I used to tell my friends about like some of the things that I would go through in my childhood. And like one thing, one conversation I'll never forget in my life is when I was telling my friend about what happened to me uh, during Christmas Day. And then my friend's like, maybe God hates you. You see what I'm saying? What? <laughs> maybe God hates you because of all the bad things that I'm going through. And yeah. at one point I actually believed it. What? At one point yeah. I believed it. That's why I was, I did have some sort of like a, a jahiliya where I, I, I kind of like gave up and I, I just stopped researching because I was just going crazy because... I always wanted to be out with friends. I always wanted to hang out. I didn't. I didn't want to be home because home was a dark space for me. Because again, my parents were separated. I see my mom working like two, three jobs just to get the rent paid, and we barely surviving out here, like eating like buttered rice for like three days straight. Like mm. I went through like low income. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, but despite all those struggles, bro, like 
I, I, I truly believe I went through those struggles to build me as a character so I can face these these struggles of listen like I know I'm gonna be alone if if I can be if I become Muslim I'm being made fun of my friends my parents are saying this to me they're saying this I I became so strong that it's like it doesn't matter what I'm going through but if I have God if I'm finding God nothing matters you see what I'm saying nothing absolutely matters and that's exactly the mentality that I that I had alhamdulillah and one thing that actually really kept me going as well in my journey, discovering Islam, was through reading about the Prophet You see what I'm saying? Like, I heard about his story, and I just read like, I just did some research, like read some simple books about his life, right? And when I read the Prophet's life, you know, I realized the Prophet he was someone who, who, who started from the bottom, literally. Like, in the literal sense, started from the bottom. Now, we, like, that's, the Prophet's life is literally that. Like, he grew up, um, you know, without knowing his father. His, his mother passed away at the age of six, sallam. You know, he saw his, he saw some of his children being dead at birth and burying his own children. You know, um, when he first became a prophet, you know, the first 13 years of his mission in Mecca, he had, like, 20, 50 followers max. Like, he had to, spread the message of Islam very low-key in Mecca. Like, yeah. because the Meccans were, pre were persecuting him or anybody that was going against the system, you see, it was of the pagans, right? Um, but then you see, you see how the Prophet he went through the struggle, but then he became the leader of Mecca and Medina. And then like, to having like 50 followers, to having 100,000, 200,000 followers of Muslims right before he passed away, like, just stuff like that is so inspiring. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And um, because I don't know if you guys know this, but the Prophet Muhammad he is the only... Uh, religious figure that you can actually historically prove existed. Like you can't, you can't historically prove that Jesus existed. You can't historically prove that a man named Moses existed three thousand years ago. You cannot. There's, I didn't know that. There's no historical proof that the existence. Wait, how, 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 where's the historical proof though? Like, like, yeah. but because we have lineage of the Prophet, oh, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. have people who are related yeah, to the Prophet. Yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. we have like. The Prophet sandals, like we have, we have hairs. Like there's actually historical proof that a man named Muhammad lived in the seventh century Arabia. Wow. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like just amazing. stuff like that. Like yo, it's it's just so real. Like you gotta yeah. go deep into it. So just hearing about his stories, like listen, the Prophet went through so much struggle and and so much pain and hardship. Then what's my excuse to wow. give up? You see what I'm saying? Hey, yo. Yeah. It's a test from God. Everything that you're going through is a test. Everything's a test from God, yeah. and it builds you. And it, and and I still go through tests every day. And we yeah. we all go through pain because life in this dunya it's never gonna get easy. It's not. 100%. We gotta accept it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be challenging. But we can get stronger and stronger and stronger to the point where when it, any problem comes to you, like. Bismillah, I got it. Yeah. That's that's life, man. I like that. Yo. You know? That's, yeah, that's life. That's inspiring, Jay. Thank you. Well, so, you know? so I can't, well, I can't wait. I'm going to read your book, actually. I yeah. want to read your yeah, book. Yeah, there's so much more, you know? Yeah. So basically, uh, alhamdulillah, after all, you know, all, all that pain, all that research, you know, I just told myself, I'm going to still convert. You know what I'm saying? I, I love this religion. So I told I told my ex, so listen, like, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Let's. It was the last day of grade 10. We just skipped school, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> I skipped school, I went to the masjid. Yeah, 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 straight up, straight up. We just oh, skipped school, went to the masjid. Uh, me, and, me and my girl, and um, we went to the masjid. Uh, it was Dohr time. And then we walked in. I was, I was nervous about going to the mosque. I was like, yo, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm going to go to the mosque. But it was like, when I first entered the mosque, it was so peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I don't know, if, have you guys been in the church before? You know, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. the church, church, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, 
like the church is like very like mashallah like you see like the the paintings of jesus and mary and like the chairs everywhere it's very very elegant right and they sing a lot sing a lot but the, the masjid is very uh when i went in the masjid it was like it was just empty it was calm it was just very simple and i like that yeah. it was i like the simplicity i felt yeah. an ease in my heart when i saw that simplicity and nobody was there we were actually like looking for an imam so i can just take my shahada so there was one brother that was there and this brother is one of my good friends till this day. His name is Osama. And, um, you know, he was like, okay, why is, why is there these, this, this guy and this girl in the masjid? And, like, what's going on? So he came up to us, like, hey, what's up? Like? But he was so happy. He was just smiling. And I told him, uh, hi, I'm, I'm here to take my shahada. Like, I, I want to become Muslim because I've, I've been inspired. And his smile was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> wow, yeah. See, it's just so random. Like, you're seeing a young, and I was small, bro. I was, like, so skinny and stuff like that. And, and like you know he was just smiling so like he was like you know what uh come back later tonight you see what i'm saying because there was no one at the mosque he told me come back later and that's exactly what i did i came back at maghrib time so there was like a big congregation of people there so wow. people can witness the moment wow. you see what i'm saying yeah. and now i'm so happy he did that so i came back uh that, that that night and then i saw him again osama and then he taught me how to make wudu he brought me downstairs and he just like yo make sure you do this you you know wash your face your hands and everything just so wow. i can get freshened up you see uh, and then I went back up to the, the masjid and then um, Yeah, we, we prayed. I didn't know what, what I was doing. I just imitated all of his moves I'm just I'm literally envisioning it right now. You know, it's crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like I was just like praying with him standing. I had no idea what's going on But I heard the recitation of the Imam When he was praying and it was just like it was so beautiful, you know, said what I was here I thought it was just like music bro, but it was like Quran, yeah. you know uh, then the prayer was done, um, and then and then as soon as the prayer was done, the imam he kind of turned around, he, he pointed at me, he just told, he told me to go up. So I guess Osama told the imam about me. So I got up, and then uh, and that and yeah, he 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 just did the shahada right there. Bro. Yo, it would be cool if you had a video of it or something. I wish I did have. Oh, a video no, video no, video I have no video of it, man. That was at age fifteen, though. Right? 15, 15, man. That's when you took the shahada. Yeah, yeah, June sixteenth, two thousand and ten, at the age of fifteen. Mashallah, mashallah, bro. That's a beautiful story, bro. Wow, Thanks, what was your ex there? She was there. She was. She, yo, she even brought her mom, bro. Wow. wow. She brought her, but her, her mom didn't know we were together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, she's like, yo, uh, mom, uh, my friend is gonna become Muslim. He he became Muslim because I introduced this. So I was like, oh, okay, who who doesn't want to witness yeah, that, right? Course, yeah. So uh, she was there. So she saw that, and I was that's deep, you know what I'm saying? Then, yeah, uh, same touch or not? Yeah, yeah, we friends. We friends. No way. Yeah, yeah, we're not together though. But yeah, we're still, yeah. You know, but uh, so I even I even I you know what. Uh, but <laughs> be a beautiful story. Before I wrote the before I wrote the book, I actually told, listen, I'm gonna write a book. Can I um can I can I mention your name and stuff like that? So her name's mentioned in the book. So. No way! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't say yeah. anything. Yeah. This one girl helped change your life. This one girl, like to think about it, she helped change your life. Yeah, like, literally. Well, what would happen if you didn't meet her? Like, for, I don't what, know, right? what, what, what happened? I don't know, cause bro, like I was like, I remember I was like drinking. Um, just like every weekend going out like just wow. like just doing mad drugs like like we used to, I used to like MDMA I don't know if you, you know what that is like what? ecstasy bro like hey, yeah, we used to like ecstasy like you know what I mean like oh, it's, it's, really, it's part of the game yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody does that shit yeah. literally that's that, that's literally what I was doing so it's like I always told myself if I never, if I never discovered Islam I literally would be like 
I would either have like a kid or something like that because of like oh, you know having a kid. Cause all my all my some of my old friends they got like they got kids, man. They're like yeah, ten year old kids, because yeah, yeah. they were like messing around, bro. And yeah. like, you see what I'm saying? So or like would have been dead or like just something crazy if I never discovered Islam because you know a lot of people they do these bad things uh, because they want to escape pain. You see what I'm saying? Like so I had a lot of pain growing up and I just wanted to escape and escape it, but it yeah. still messes you over in the end. But, you know, but Islam, it, I genuinely believe it saved me. But bro, there's even so much more I can talk about now after the Shahada. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, me changing as a as a human being and a character, right? So one thing I always talk about when I uh, talk about my conversion story is uh, how did my parents take it now? Because obviously my 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 mom was worried, um, and my dad was like, yo, if you become Muslim, I'm gonna disown you, you're not gonna be my son. So I didn't tell my dad for a year and a half that I became Muslim, he had no idea. And, wow. and they were, my parents, are not, they're not together, so my dad. That's always the hardest, like, telling your parents, because I say mom and Exactly, dad. right? Um, so I had, to, I had to keep it low key for my dad for, for, for a year and a half, so like, uh, my mom knew because we lived together, so I would pray, but like, I would always like lock the door, because I, I just didn't want nobody hearing me and stuff yeah. like that. But I would like, as soon as I converted, bro, like, I just started, like, researching how to pray, like, how to make salah. I had no idea what I was doing, bro, like, how to pray the, the Muslim prayer. And, like, I would just, like, I would sit there for hours for, like, a month straight, and I would just, like, imitate the moves. Wow, it's like, yeah. Allah, Allahu Akbar. Wow. And I'm, like, I'm praying, and I'm, like, watching, yeah. I'm, like, trying to do all wow, the moves. Wow. So I would do that, and then I would, uh, I would, I would put uh, Surah Al-Fatiha. Cause uh, again, I was still with my ex, right? So she was she was giving me pointers like do this, do that, and that's exactly what I did. Like I researched Surah Fatiha, and I would just keep replaying it, replaying it, replaying it, replaying it, so I can memorize it, memorize it, and then Surah Al-Ikhlas, Kulhulaw Ahad, Surah Al-Asr, all these things, replaying, replaying it. So I had like three surahs memorized. It took me about three weeks to memorize all that. Wow. Right. So I kept doing it, doing it, doing it. So in about three weeks to a month, then I started praying. I got, I was like on schedule, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty quick though. Yeah. Three weeks a month, like, you, you really like, oh, I, yeah, bro. And because there was every convert, we have this, um, we have this zeal in the beginning, like this energy, bro. Yeah. We just want to go in, bro. Like, it's because everything is so beautiful, bro. Like, you found this peace, you found this Islam, you want to fully embrace it because you truly yeah. feel your life changing. And that's exactly what was happening. Um, so I, and then I started distancing myself from like my friends like in school like I was like I started cutting people off I started like not answering my phone I think I even changed my number or something at the time um, and like uh, people like yo where's Josh at like he's just he's cut everyone off because I was cutting everyone I literally only had my my ex like yeah. she was like and subhanAllah like I say, I say again listen don't judge people through you know maybe someone is in a relationship maybe someone is doing this but Yo, like, if I didn't have her by my side, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here, bro. She was helping me. No one else was helping me. You see what I'm saying? Despite we were dating, having a little fun here and there, but yo, she was helping me. So, I kept learning, I kept studying, and um, yeah, I just, I, I eventually stopped doing all the bad things that I was doing, like all the weed and all the drinking and stuff. And then I remember one night, I always tell the story, one night I came home on a New Year's Eve, on 2011. It was a New Year's Eve, and I came home very early, right? My mom told me, she's like, um, why are you home so early? Shouldn't you be out partying with your friends? I told her, no, mom, this is not, that's not who I am no more. Like, I, yeah. I'm a different person. Like, my religion, it inspires me to be a different <laughs> Bro, I'm 16 years old. Like, bro, I'm, bro imagine that you're, you're a parent and you're a 16-year-old kid. You're not even telling the kid, don't do this. Stay home. This not, like it's not even you. It's your own kid from his own will saying, wow. "Mom, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be a good kid." Like 
it, 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 that's a parent's dream. Yeah. How did she take it? Did she like it? Like she, she was happy. Wow. She was like, yo, like, this is, this is, this is, this is my son now? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so funny. You know man. what I'm saying? So she was so happy. She was like, yo, this is what, if this is, if, it, if your religion is going to change you like this, like, do whatever you want. You're, you're on the right track. And because I was doing better in school, um, I was just, everything about me was just becoming better and changing. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you can't, a parent can't get mad at the child, even if they disagree with the religion. Um, 100%. So then I remember, I remember I told my dad that I became Muslim after a year and a half. I told him, listen, that I decided to become Muslim. And my dad noticed my changes. Like, every time I would talk to him and, like, because I would talk to him mainly through the phone and stuff like that, right? Uh, he noticed that, like, my, my, just my character change, my etiquette, like, everything was just proper. And when I told him I became Muslim, he was like, I mean, like, you're changing. Like, you're becoming a better son. You're becoming a better human being. How can I be mad at my child of course, yeah. if he's becoming a better human being? Yeah, so my parents... That's beautiful, man. My parents, from, like, hating me, my, my dad saying, I'm going to disown you and not call you my son, to now being my biggest supporters in my faith. Yeah. So my dad has been following me for the past seven, eight years because he, he, started, he started using, like, social media, Instagram, oh, Facebook. Yeah. He followed... He saw my entire journey. Of like becoming like a, a a public figure and like teaching people about the deen and inspiring other people. So now when I talk to my dad, he'll say assalamu alaikum. He'll he'll mention Allah instead of God. He'll say like Ramadan Kareem, Juma Mubarak, all these things. Like he'll he'll support my faith. And I truly believe that my uh, my dad would actually convert before my mom would. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just it's it's just crazy how, how Allah that works. Is, yeah, you that, see what that, I'm saying? That, that is so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, so, so, may Allah give us. Someone you know like 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 a girl who will bring us closer I mean, to Allah. No, man. for you know, no, for real. It's, it's sometimes it can be the opposite. Sometimes it can be closer to Allah. Or sometimes it can take you away. It's like a test that you never know Allah. that Allah I, will give you. Yeah. And I told people. I just told. I told. I just told a friend this the other like a few weeks ago. I told him. He's like, uh, should I marry uh, a Christian? Right. I told as a Muslim. Right. Because he just converted. And I just straight up told him I wouldn't. I wouldn't marry a Christian, only for the sake of my children. Only for the sake of my future children, or for the sake of my dean, right? So it, it, the same applies to when you're talking to a girl. Make sure she has iman. Make sure she has faith. Yo, wallahi, because that yeah. will take, you, that will make you or break you, bro. 100%. Definitely. No, you yeah. see what I'm saying? I think that's like that's like the ultimate test. I know a lot of people that that's a big issue. I, I feel like a lot of people go through like the Christian versus Muslim, Muslim thing. Like, right? there's always a Muslim guy or a girl falls in love with a Christian guy or a girl. Yeah, and then they can't like. They always, their relationship always messes up. You see what I'm saying? It's like ultimate test. There's, there's always blocks, there's always hits, and like, 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 when you're looking at your future spouse, she has to be looking at you like, this is gonna be the father of my kids. And I'm looking at her, she has to be the mother of my kids. You have to look at it like that. Because yo, beauty's gonna go away. It's gonna go away, you know definitely, what I'm saying? Definitely. It's gonna go away. Um, all, these, all the physical traits don't matter it's about the heart and her akhlaq her character that's mm -hmm. most important you see and what I'm does saying? she and does she make you a better person does yeah. she make you a better person does she motivate you does she inspire you you see what i'm saying so all that is so important so if i didn't have if i didn't have my my ex you know what i'm saying she was she well she's such an amazing human she's such a good person you know i would i wouldn't be here today you see what i'm saying so wow. that, that's it's I, I honestly like seriously like you tell me the story here this because i didn't know your whole story like i didn't know the whole story you tell me this like it's really so inspiring to me, and it kind of like makes me appreciate. Like, I feel like I feel so privileged compared to you. Like, Thank you. And no, and I, I tell I tell a lot of born Muslims this too. Like, every day I pray, bro. Like every night, every day I pray that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala guides my family to Islam because 
born Muslims have no idea. You guys have no idea how privileged you guys are to have a mother, to have a father, to have a brother, to have a sister, to have nieces, to have nephews, to have a Muslim family who believe in Allah, believe in the Prophet. Like, that's my biggest dream, bro. Like, wow. you know what? I, people don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a popular person and people know me all around the world, but they don't know how lonely I get during Ramadan, bro. Where wow. I have to like have iftar yeah. all by myself. Bro, do you know this quarantine thing, bro? This Ramadan, wow. I, have to, I Uber eats every single night, bro, for wow. iftar. Wow. That's not... That's not a good feeling. I, I, I didn't even think of it like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's deep, bro. Yeah, you're, st you're pretty much stuck alone being the only Muslim in my family yeah, in the household. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, it's I like that the masjids are closed and stuff during quarantine. So, so you can't even go to the masjid. Exactly. I can't go to the masjid to see my brothers to break fast with, bro. I was alone, bro. Even though the even though the food was good, like I was eating good food, but it's like nothing beats a, a home cooked meal with your brother or your sister in the same table and like you're saying Bismillah before it. Nothing will beat that. Yeah. And like. I tell people, don't take your Muslim families for granted. Wallahi, like, if you have a Muslim mom, like, you better be kissing her every day, bro. You better be hugging her. You better be saying, alhamdulillah, my, my parents are Muslim, bro, because my mom is a Muslim, bro. My mom is a Muslim. My dad is a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe, I don't believe that if they die, that just because they're not Muslim, they're going to go to hell, per se. I don't believe that yeah, whatsoever. No, no Muslims can believe No, that. we can't believe that. But it's like, this, this sweetness and this, 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 this religion that I've tasted, I want the same from my family. So the Prophet says, love, none of you will truly believe until you love for your brother what you love for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I love Islam for myself. So I want, I want Islam for my parents. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? For my sister, because I only have one sister, right? I want Islam for them because it changed my life. I want that same for them. Because whenever I go through bad things in life, I don't give up in life. I, I have Islam, you see what I'm saying? But like when non-Muslims, when bad things happen, they give up on life. They, that's why people commit suicide, bro. Yeah. They don't think people commit suicide because they, 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 they don't know what to do. But yeah, Islam, yeah. Islam tells us, you know, like, Allah will not burden a soul with more than it can bear. So I, I, I tell myself that every day, no matter what I go through. So, but we need that, bro. People need that, 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 that sweetness of, of Iman, bro. You see what I'm saying? 100%. So when, wow. so, when I pray for that for my family every day. So when I see Muslims complain, like, yo, man, you got, you got, you got a Muslim. Your, your mother's prayers are the, are the only thing that's keeping you moving. How about wow. that? Wow. How about, we're, we're not even worthy of all the blessings that God gives us in our lives, bro. It's your mom praying for you every night, bro. Every single night, your, 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 your mom is praying for you. You don't even know how much she's praying for you, bro. And that's why we keep going. And imagine, bro, imagine where I'd be if I had my Muslim mother. A Muslim mother praying for me, bro. I'd probably be a millionaire by now, bro. Yeah, like mega millionaire, bro. Yeah, like just getting yeah. mad blessings all yeah. over the place. You see what I'm saying? So it goes that deep, bro. It really, really goes Insh that deep. Inshallah, definitely like in the future, you're gonna have a beautiful family. And that's my biggest dream, bro. That's bro, that, to be honest, bro, that's why um I'm 26 and uh, I'm not married yet. I've never been married. Still young. Love still young. But yeah. I'm still married. Hey. I don't married. Hey. But the reason why I believe I'm not married yet is because I'm not necessarily like, I'm not really chasing it. Like I'm, I'm kind of just letting it wait till it just comes to me so I know it's the right person. Because bro, it's like, again, I want to look at this woman be like, this is the woman who's gonna help me achieve my dream of creating this Muslim family, this healthy empire family of kids who who pray, who read Quran, 
spend Ramadan together, going to eat together. Like, that's what I want, bro. I, there's nothing that's going to stop that dream from happening. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be with the right woman, inshallah. Man, may Allah make your dreams come true, my brother. I mean, man, it's it's wait until one day we'll see that uh, happen. You know, we'll see little JDs, brother. <laughs> 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 that's that's inspiring. Well, that's inspiring me, too, because that's, that's definitely what I look forward to. The yeah. same thing. And I'm not going to lie, it is hard sometimes, but you just got to let it happen. For real. You know, whatever happens, it happens. It's all yeah. in Allah's hands, man. That's so you got to see it. That's yeah. the way I see it, too. Like, whenever, like, it's hardship, man. It's up. Like, when that, when, not only just when there's hard times, though. Like, you, even during good times, you always got to make sure your iman is strong, you know? Yep. So, so, so how can you learn, um, mashallah, your Arabic is very good. Yeah, so like, I... You know, yeah, I heard, I one, of, yeah, one of the songs, <laughs> you spit like mad different, like Arabic, no, yeah. the solo song. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yo, you know, better Arabic than me, my Arabic's not that good. Yeah. Thank you, bro. So, yeah, so basically my Arabic journey is probably one of the most inspiring stories after my conversion story. So basically it all started in, um, it started in 2018. So obviously during my years of being a Muslim, um, I would be praying, right? I'd be praying behind the Imam. You see what I'm saying? And I would be praying, for example, during Ramadan, and we pray Tarawih, and then like the Imam's reciting, and then he's reciting, and then there's people beside me crying. And I'm like, why are they crying? Right? It's because they understand what's being recited. Uh. You see what I'm saying? And for so many years, I didn't understand what's being recited. Like, how can I allow myself? to be a Muslim and not understand what's being recited in the Quran. You see yeah. what I'm saying? What's the, what, what is the point of me standing there for an hour and a half and I have no idea what's being recited? Sure, the Imam's voice is beautiful, but that still, you don't yeah. understand, right? And um, so I was tired of that, bro. I was really tired of that. And I was like, listen, I gotta, I gotta learn. I gotta learn Arabic, you know what I'm saying? I, bro, I used to struggle. I, used to, I couldn't even read like one page. It took me like 10 minutes to go through like three words. You see what I'm wow. saying? So in 2018, bro, what I did is um, I literally, I literally just found textbooks online, PDFs, bro, PDFs, and I bought notebooks at, at, at dollar stores, and I literally just began studying from scratch. Like, no teacher, nobody. I just, I had a textbook, and I would just look at the lessons, read the alif, ba'ta, like the kasra, fathaz, all these <laughs> yeah, things. Like, I just taught myself how to read and That's write. Arabic is a hard language, It's bro. hard. It's really it's hard. A, it's one of the, but I, I'm Arabic, but my Arabic isn't that good, right? It's pretty broken. Um, so I would study, bro, for like min, minimum eight hours a day. Wow. Like, wow. I would wake up every day at 6 a.m., pray Fajr. That's passion, And bro. I live by, I, in, in Canada, I live down the street from a Starbucks. I go to Starbucks, and wallahi, bro, I, I became known as the guy who just studies at Starbucks. For like a year straight, you know what I'm saying? So every day I'm just writing, writing, writing. So I'm to kill him out of it. I'm to kill him out of it. Alhamdulillah, Mashallah. I'm to annoy him. And I'm human. Yeah, man. Is Ismak? Uh huh. Is Ismak? 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 Ismi? Ismi Shaydin. Oh, you know what's beautiful? There's some people who are born Muslim who don't even know what the Imam is saying. Who don't even know. What like they don't understand what he's saying, and they didn't even try to look. They didn't try. So the fact that what I love about your story is that especially converts, they want to you know they want to learn. Some people who are born Muslim, they're like, eh, we're born Muslim. We don't want to you know we're already born Muslim. They they don't have that hunger in them. So I love that about you. Thank you You've been chosen by Allah. You're mashallah an angel. Thanks, Allah. You're grateful. Thank you so much, bro. You're lucky. I'm telling you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, man. So yeah, bro. Like I I started studying. And then um, I'd say about five months into studying, I, I completed uh, like a 600-page textbook, bro. Like wow. I learned, because when I study a, a, a language, I focus just on grammar. 
Not necessarily on speaking, because speaking, it'll come, right? But when you want to study language, you got to know the grammar, especially, especially Arabic. You have to know the grammar yeah. to understand the Quran. So when I learned all the grammars, how to read and write sentences, like it came to a point, anything I wanted to write in Arabic, I was able to write it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, in Fusha, just Fusha, wow. right? In uh, classic Arabic. So then I, when I was done and I had enough knowledge, um, I, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to write down the entire Quran by hand. So that's exactly what I did. So basically, the reason why I did that is because when I'm writing the text, when I was writing the textbook, every single chapter would have an exercise. So the exercise was that I have to take an Arabic sentence and I have to write it down. I have to translate it into English. Then there was English sentences. I have to write those sentences into Arabic. Wow. So that was heavy training wow. on my brain. So I was like, this is perfect, right? So I'm like, you know what? Why don't I do the same thing with the Quran? So I was like, I was like, I just literally went. It's like. Uh, you know, just started writing, writing, writing. I started in Ramadan in 2018. And so I would write every single word like Bismillah Rahim, Alif Lamim, Thalika al Kitabu la Rebafi. So Thalika, that, right? Thalika, I would write the English word above it, Thalika al Kitab, that book, La Rebafi. There is no doubt. Like, wow, so okay. every single word. You wrote the whole Quran. The whole Quran. The whole Quran. Mashallah. The whole Quran. That's amazing. It took six months to do. That's amazing. That's how your memory is good, though, because writing down things, it helps you. Psychologically helps your memory. So it, bro, and it was, it was, it sounds, sounds like it was easy, but to be honest, it was the hardest thing that I ever did in my life. It took me 11 days. 10 hours, bro, Allah, Allah, not more than 8 hours a day, I'm writing Surah Al-Baqarah, bro. You know how long? Wow. Yeah, that's a long surah. Bro, Surah Al-Baqarah is long, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, I, I was crying, bro. Like, I was like, because my hand used to, used to, like, ache. used yeah. to, like, get pain. You know what I'm saying? It came to a point where I had to stop writing for, like, 3 days at a time because... Yeah. You know when you're sore from the gym, bro? Yeah, yeah, My yeah, hands were yeah, sore, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ten hours a day. Ten hours, bro. Just ten hours. Well, I have witnesses to this, yeah. bro. I have witnesses. That's amazing. That's you amazing. know what I'm saying? So I'm just writing, writing, writing. But it was so beautiful, bro, because the more that I was writing the words, the more the vocabulary was um, uh, just getting just easier, smoother, smoother, yeah. repetitive. So it just became easier, easier, easier. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I feel, and I did that, bro. And now when I pray, bro, like I. I'm not confused, bro. Like, I can literally just like, Alhamdulillah. He's reciting, I'm like, yeah, I know what he said. I understand. Like, I, just on the way here, uh, like we were, uh, Quran was playing, and I just asked my boy Imran, like, yo, that's Surah Maryam, right? He's like, yeah, Surah yeah. Maryam. Like, I, you, I'm hearing the Surah, I know which Surah is being recited. Like, wow. it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. And I'm a convert, bro, so it's like, what, what's any other Muslim's excuse? <laughs> I had no, bro, I was doing it by myself, bro. No. no teacher. I didn't go to Egypt. I didn't go to Yemen. I didn't go to Saudi. Like I, did, I, I studied in Canada, bro. Starbucks. In, in Starbucks. Oh, wow, that's learning beautiful. Arabic. Come also. What's anybody else's excuse? If you love Islam, if you love Allah, if you love Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then you want to understand Him, right? So, you, what's your excuse? If you love a girl and she doesn't speak English, if your girl, if your wife only speaks French, but you love her. Wallahi, you're going to learn French to, to speak to her. Yeah, so why don't you learn yeah. Arabic to understand the words of Allah That's so, that's, yo, that's so yeah, true, man. Because if anyone does have a girl, they, they speak French right away. <laughs> right away. Okay, but, too, yeah. but like when it comes to Islam, then what's your excuse? Exactly. MashaAllah. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So what got you started then into like, you know, after you converted, what got you started into, you know, doing, you know, doing music that has, has amazing lyrics, yes. by the way. And amazing, like dialogue Thank in the lyrics. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, bro. Um, so I've, I've always was into music. I started doing music at the age of 12. 
my first inspirations were you know Jay Z, Fifty Cent, Eminem, Lupe, all these guys. Uh, so I was always into rap. So when I converted, uh, again, I was very uh, zealous. I had a lot of passion to learn the religion. So it actually came to a point, bro, where I actually stopped making music as well because somebody told me music is haram, brother. You can't do it. And I, wallahi, I, right away I stopped. Mm. That's how much, that's how into the religion I was, bro. Mm. That's why I was losing myself a little bit. So I actually stopped making music for about two years uh, in, uh, as being a Muslim. So I wasn't listening to music. Like, I literally didn't listen to music for two years, bro. Like, in high school, like, I felt like, I kind of felt like a lost, left out kid. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but then I realized that I was going a little too hard on myself. Like, I wasn't like, this is not who I am. I do love this religion. I do love Islam. But I'm still young. I'm still a youth. And I wanted to still express my youth. Hey, you're talented too. Thank you, know, you so much. Thank you. And um, so... I decided to do a lot more further research and about me I research like I like to learn stuff you see what I'm saying so I started to research and I started to realize that Islam is not as black and white as as people are raised to believe it it's 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 not just as he's saying this haram this halal do this do this. it's not that it's not like that bro yeah it's very very um it's very vast it's like an ocean you know, uh, Islamic knowledge it's called fiqh in Arabic. It's like understanding different differences of opinion in certain matters. It's very vast. You can't just see something's right or wrong, halal haram. No. So you know, I did. I did see that there are schol- There were scholars in um, in Islamic history who said if the music, if the lyrics, if the lyrics are inspirational, they bring you closer to God in a sense that it reminds you of good things. Then it's permissible. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and this is a minority opinion, obviously. Like, obviously, majority of the music is freaking, like, WAP. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's some, like, crazy stuff. Yeah. But WAP, the, WAP. <laughs> <laughs> WAP, WAP. Let's not even start with that. Continue, sir. We'll talk about Matt Zane, Sammy Yusuf. You yeah, Matt Zane. Yeah, yeah. so, I, so I, I started seeing stuff like that, like, Native Dean, all these guys. And I'm just like, yo, like, this, this stuff is inspirational. And to be honest, there's, there's not enough of it. So there needs to be more. So, to be honest, I, I got inspired and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start just, so I'm going to try rapping. You know what I'm going to try rapping? Yeah. But, uh, so that's when House of Halal started, right? So, like, I had my boy, uh, Ammar, I had my boy Ali, and, like, we just, we wanted to rap about, like, just, like, the Dean and beatboxing. So that's exactly what we did. We just started spitting bars and, you know, we even got a little buzz. We started traveling at, at Muslim events. So it was just cool. Like, it was just saying, like, oh, there's Muslims who like this stuff. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but then I want to take it up another notch where it's like, I hear a mainstream beat and I wanted to wrap up over it and talk about Islam. So that's exactly what I did. So um, the first viral video that I ever had was uh, Bobby Shmurda's the the hot nigga track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen it on Facebook. Facebook. I seen it on Facebook. But it was like the, the, the Muslim version. Yeah, yeah, it's a hot brother. I love that one. Yo, free Bobby Shmurda. Yeah, yeah, free Bobby, bro. There's no, there's no JD without Bobby no, Shmurda. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn? Yeah, from Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. Yo, free Bobby, bro. Because, yo, man, he, he made JD, bro. Wow, that's amazing. Wallahi, bro. Because yeah. I made, I freestyled over that track. And then, bro, I put it on Facebook and it just went viral. I was I like, seen this is so crazy. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? So, I started doing, I started doing more freestyles over more mainstream beats. You see what I'm saying? So like that whole concept of remixing and like rapping over beats, talking about Islam, that that was me. That was J Dean, like yeah. before Dean Squad, yeah. you know. And then Dean Squad happened. You see what I'm saying? And then we started doing like we started doing on a bigger scale. But that all started from me. You oh, see what I'm saying? I, I saw it from you. I saw it from you. You see? No, I, I, I mean, I, I was friends with you on Facebook from before everything. So yeah. Like, I, I seen I seen your whole rise and everything. So I, I know that that was you. That was your style. 
That was your that was your whole yeah, swag. Yeah, I'm the comfort boy. It's your whole journey. You know what I'm saying? And it's your whole mashallah, your knowledge and mm-hmm. your talent that, that what you have. And after the after the hot brother one, like what motivated you more to it, did it motivate you more to do like De- other? Definitely yeah. because like I saw the reaction from it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like I saw people messaging me saying, Oh my god, like from that one freestyle I I started praying again. Yeah. I started wow. yeah. I started wearing hijab because of that one one minute freestyle I did. So I'm like, oh my god, people are loving this, bro. Like why don't I just keep doing it, doing it, doing it? You see what I'm saying? And when you're getting like when you're getting like what we call clout now, but when you were get, when you get it in like when you were getting in like twenty fourteen, bro, and like it was like yeah. meaningful, it was like you're getting real messages. It, 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 it just kept me going. You see what I'm saying? And just for the past seven years, bro, for the past six years, that's all I've been receiving, bro. It's just messages from people saying, oh, because of your lyrics and because of your music, it changed my life. I've had, we, like, even during the Dean Squad days, we had, like, we had at least over 100 people become Muslim from the music. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it, was definitely, it was definitely needed because, like I said, you can't just bring people to Islam through, you know, just giving da'wah like, oh brother, this is the truth. You give them a pamphlet and they read it. They're gonna yeah. convert. No, they have to. They have to have a genuine experience of finding God. And you gotta and connect with them too. You gotta connect with them. You gotta be different with and them. You experienced that with Lupe. There you, you know? go. So you you did the same thing that happened to you to other people. Exactly. So I know I know how it feels. So it's deep. So it's like it just it all goes it all goes hand in hand. You see what I'm saying? But now to be honest. Um, I consider myself more than just an artist. You see what I'm saying? Like I wrote, I'm an author now. I wrote a book. I'm a motivational speaker. Like I, I, I made TikTok, bro. Like during Ramadan, and there isn't a single like freestyle video. Like there's like maybe one or two freestyle videos on my TikTok. But my whole entire TikTok is just me giving like Islamic spiritual reminders, motivational talks. And I have, I have almost, I have 350,000 on TikTok. Hey, I can even follow you on TikTok. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I haven't TikTok in a month because like I just been traveling. I, honestly, TikTok is is very, uh, it's very toxic, bro. It's hard. Yeah, so toxic, bro. I don't like the it. Comment section is crazy. Yo, it's, yeah, it's too, it's too toxic. So, um, I but I started my TikTok during Ramadan and like I got 100,000 followers in like 20, 25 days, just off speaking, motivational speaking, bro. bro. I didn't do no. Dancing, nothing, bro. So hey, I did, I did dancing, and I, I got like hundred thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, I'm saying, yeah, I'm you right now, three hundred. Oh, thank 300, you, thank you so amazing. much. Thank you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, but this is that's the jading that people love. It's 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 the um, it's the message because that's what the music was for. It was just about spreading the message. So if I can spread the message in other avenues, then I'm happy. So I'm still an artist. But now I wanna I wanna expand more. So honestly, one of my um, one of my goals, my next goals, is to actually move to the Middle East and study the study the Dean in a very in a professional level, so I can come back here and have more Islamic knowledge and have credibility to like you know give khutbas and have youth amazing. programs and teach. Amazing. So that that's always been my dream. You see, Yo, it's, man, it's not that's just an amazing thing. Yeah, bro. it's not just about it's not just about the music. Like I'm I know I'm a lit rapper. I can make a hype track. I, I can like get I can get everybody yeah. lit. Yeah. But it's it's about it's about the heart, bro. For me, you see what I'm saying? And people know that about me, bro. Because I've been we've we've you know I've I've had popularity. I've seen the millions of views. Who cares, bro? Who cares, uh, yeah, bro? All these yeah. TikTokers, bro, they're they they, they, they getting all hyped up. Bro. I got a million views yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bro, we, we've been getting likes. We've been getting yeah, millions yeah. of views, bro. It doesn't mean anything, bro. Yeah. But if you're not making an impact, if you're not changing people's lives, 
doesn't matter, bro. You're gonna be forgotten. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wanna be remembered. Yeah, yeah. You wanna be remembered, but leave a legacy. Then, you know what I'm saying? And after all those millions of views they have, like, what happens the next day? Nothing. Like, it's it's just like nothing, nothing. happens unless you have a big impact and change people's lives in a positive way. Exactly. And that definitely it gives you that feeling. You yeah. Know? Being more than an artist, mm -hmm. you know, an author, um, a public figure. Mm -hmm. You know, you're already entertainer, getting everyone lit, but you. Mm -hmm. Having that dream is amazing. Yeah. It, some people don't have the dreams. They're they like, don't. I don't know. You know, you having that dream, that's one of our questions we're going to ask. You know, what you want to pursue in the future? More Definitely. You see and, yourself. and that's exa that's exactly what I want to do. Like, um, to be honest, like, I give myself, like, f five, four years max of being an artist. And just, like, because right now, to be honest, I just want to have fun just doing it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Have fun doing it. Make a few, make, like, an album or two. Uh, but to be honest... I, I see my purpose way more. You see what I'm saying? So like, bro, like to be honest, bro, like, like this whole entire interview, it's mostly about my story. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about Dean Squad. We're not talking about you. It's about you. You see what I'm saying? It's like, about you. It's about me. You see what I'm saying? I don't need to talk about anything yeah. but my story. Yeah, definitely. of course. That's what I want to die for, bro. That's what I want to be remembered for. It's like this JD who inspired people, who did more, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I, I've always known myself to be more than just an artist, you see what I'm saying? So that's what I want to do. I want to live out that message. I want to study the deen. I want to memorize the Quran because I can't understand the Quran when I recite it. So it's easier for me to memorize it. Yeah. So why not take that advantage, yeah. you know, and just and just continue my path like that, bro. So inshallah, I, I pray that Allah gives me the ability to do that, uh, you know, with the right wife, inshallah. And uh, and I just want to keep traveling the world because traveling the world is also my, my dream to like travel to inspire, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, you know, Muslims of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did uh, Shah Muslims of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. MOTW. MOTW, yeah, gang, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, we went to Kenya on in February. Wow. And uh, we, we raised money so people can, we could do eye surgeries for people who have cataracts. See that. Was, oh, that's amazing. Yo, that's beautiful, so, bro. Pretty much, they're, they're blind and they see. They, yeah. We hey, saw people man. blind and they were seeing again, bro. Like, how was their reaction? Like, bro, it was again. crazy, bro. Like, there was just crazy. And, like, bro, these people, you know, some of the, the things they were saying, they were saying things like, if we pray to Allah every night, that we can get our vision back. But if we don't get our vision back, we still say, Alhamdulillah. Like, this is how grateful they are, bro. Like, this is the level of faith I want to reach. Nothing matters as long as I have faith like that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So, traveling the world and seeing other people and inspiring people, like, that, that's, that's what I want to live for. You see what I'm saying? That's what every... Sorry, that's what every social media influencer or whatever, anybody with a following, that's what every follow person should live for. So you can change the world, you can actually do something good. To be honest, if we all just came together, bro, wallahi, we can do so much together. But the problem is, people are so caught up on themselves, people are so caught up on their clout and wanting to get their million views and they don't want to help, no, no, they don't want to help each other. Yeah. Bro, wallahi, if we just came together, bro, I'm telling you, if we just came together, we can change the world, we can make, people can make money together, and once, and once you make money, you can change the world because you can't change the world unless if you don't have the finances to do it. Definitely. Like on a big scale, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that should be everyone's goal. You see what I'm saying? So that's definitely something that I want to do in the near future, inshallah. Yeah. You, you spread a very good message. Mm -hmm. You know, even some of our family members, you know, you know, they're listening, it's like, Mecca, I am on my way. Your verse is the hardest, bro. Every song was like, you know, it, it definitely... Because, you know, people listen to the radio, so but turned it to a Muslim way that it got, you know, our family members who were younger to like, you know, wow, that's good. That's that way. It got them close to Islam. Mm -hmm. It got them close to Islam. So 
I love that. I love my that. Brother thought of, lo- my brother thought of him to play that. Yeah, yeah. All the time. No way. All the time, because he wants to make it. He loves you. <laughs> <laughs> he loves you, bro. He loves you. Shout out to man. T Rex, man. Shout out to T, man. But yeah, he's playing it all the time, bro. It was beautiful, man. I was like, damn. Do you ever think about. I'm sorry to cut you off. Do you ever think about. So do you have, you have a YouTube channel, right? For like your music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like there's uh, there's the Dean Stars channel. Okay, uh, yeah. So it's uh, because Dean Squad got rebranded to Dean Stars yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. that's my brand with my with my boy Sammy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I still do that, but mainly I'm on my Instagram, my TikTok. Music, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because again, it's it's more than just the music now. Like of course, everything's yeah. mostly on Instagram yeah. to do like inspirational stuff. So yeah, I'm at J Dean, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me online. Do you ever think about making like a YouTube channel, like a like, J Dean, like an inspirational J yeah. Dean channel? Yeah, I definitely want to do that. I yeah, think I, I definitely. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I definitely yeah. want to start something like that. That sounds like a cool idea, honestly. I, I, I seen even Mufti make. I don't know if y'all seen. He, yeah, he, a YouTube channel. He, he made a YouTube. Yo, he be channel. having the thumbnails, the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. He be uploading like three, four times a day. Mashallah. He's, he's going hard. He's going. He's good. He's the guy right now. Yeah, I can see you definitely doing that. Yeah, I think when I move, if Inshallah, if I move to Egypt, because that's my plan i definitely want to like i'll do like vlogging like but it's like not just vlogging it's like yeah like spreading the message yeah, yeah spreading the message you yeah, 100%. That's yeah. 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 us with vlogging man i feel like we've done so much in vlogging that we can't even vlog no more and yeah. like even like these social experiments and pranks that me and some used to do it, it, it's become like everyone knows outside oh so it's like you can't even do it everyone yeah. will know who you are like why don't we take a break from it man we take a little break from it yeah. and then maybe come back harder this sounds it's crazy it's not even we have so many ideas we have so many ideas but I just yeah. feel like different things yeah, I, I just feel like if we do it, it it's I don't know man I don't know it's, People already know. People already know you. Like, oh, it's not the same when you're doing it before. No one knew you. Mm-hmm. No one knew us before. So mm-hmm. whenever we're doing it, no one will really spot you. I mean, remember that, that social experiment we were doing before? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of fans kept coming up to you while you were doing the video. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like fans would just distract him while doing the video. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, now nah, you know, mashallah, I see a uh, bright, bright, bright future for you. I still Thank feel you. like it's just the beginning. It's it, it is just, it just it just it's is the beginning. Definitely just the beginning. Bro, I haven't even started yet. The JD, the Jamal Dean, or Joshua Dean. Yeah, Joshua. Joshua, sorry, that's that's my name. Damn, I can't believe I learned that your name is Josh today. Yeah, Joshua, man, that's my name, man. That's amazing, bro. But yo, man, it's been real. Well, honestly, it's been real having you. No, thank you guys for bringing me, man. I feel like a long overdue conversation just. Positive vibes, bro, and, that, and that's it, bro. That's all I'm about. I feel like there's much more to talk about, but definitely, man, we should definitely do a, a part two maybe when you're in Egypt. Maybe, yeah, like yeah, we can do something like that. So what makes you want to move to Egypt? Well, because Egypt is um, Egypt is probably uh, probably the best place for, for learning Arabic, like for Fosha, so to strengthen my Arabic out mm-hmm. there. Uh, they also have Al-Azhar University, so that's oh, nice. like the most prestigious Islamic university oh, nice. in the world right now. I think I've been there before. You but I visited, I visited yeah, you, you definitely have if you've been to Egypt. Yeah. So like uh, and I have a bunch of friends who um who study there right now and like they're like young guys like me who are like, you know, African, black and it's like it it inspires me, you see what I'm saying? So like yeah. I saw what they were doing and I'm like, yo, listen, I wanna I wanna follow the same path and just like, you know, have knowledge, but it's like I'm not considered a sheikh, you know what I'm saying? I wanna be considered someone with knowledge and I'm still living a well balanced life. I'm still having fun with my friends, I'm still like, you know, going watching UFC fights out yeah, there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just like but showing the youth that listen, you can still practice your religion, you can still follow the deen, you can have a lot, a lot of knowledge if you, you can live a happy and healthy, long lit life. You know what I'm saying? Mashallah. That's what Mashallah. that's the message that I want to preach, inshallah. That's I love that. I love that. And I love that how you know, like, even with me, you're like, what you want to do five years? I'm like, you actually want to be happy, man. Yeah. <laughs> so with you, I, I like that you know what you want to do. That's subhanAllah, man. That's, that's beautiful you. to me. And that's aspiring to me. 
I'm gonna definitely sleep tonight thinking about what I want to do. Definitely do it, man. think about it, man. Because honestly, bro, with with the platforms that we all have, what you have, mashallah, you have, you can definitely, you can definitely change, bro. Even like what you guys did with the boxing, bro. You guys gotta keep doing that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure if you guys are fighting soon. I think you're, yeah, you guys yeah, both yeah. are fighting soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's it ins it inspires people, bro, to be a Yemeni young Arab boxing and knocking yeah. people out, bro. Like you guys, it inspires people, bro. Muslim, non-Muslims. Yeah. So that leaves a legacy. As long as you have a legacy and that you can die being remembered for something other than like you know the content you're creating on YouTube, yeah. enough, that's you you you're winning. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. So you want to make sure that's always on your mind, inshallah. You know? Yeah, nah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to ask you. Um, do you have any music that's in the works right now? Yeah, yeah. I got music. Th I got music uh, that I'm working on. So I've I've actually taken a break. Uh, because obviously of the pandemic and the COVID, yeah. I kind of, um, I kind of wanted to step back and use the opportunity of the quarantine to just like personally develop myself. So I did write the book during the quarantine. Right, I wrote the book in a month, by the way. You know, say it took me a month just wow, to write that wow. book. A month? Yeah, we. So it was me and the co-author, my boy Yusuf Chroma. We wrote the book. Well, and I wrote it, and like he was editing and stuff like that. But it took about a month to do. Like people take like three years to write a book. Wow. Yeah. So I was like really locking myself in, like twelve hours a day for a month straight writing the book. Uh, but during the quarantine, again, like I was doing a lot of reading. Um, I do like to study other languages on the side, just to like, just on my free time. Um, so what, kind of, what kind of language? So I've I've learned like uh, I've learned some French, some Malaysian, and now I'm, I'm learning Somali right now. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Somali is my yeah. language right now. Awesome. I your last guest, with, yeah. Your last guest, <laughs> Jamad. Yeah. Jamad, uh, you guys were like talking about Somali a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching That's that. Crazy. Yeah. So when I I think the next project that I want to do is like more like. Um, so instead of talking about religion so much, just more on a cultural side. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if I can, if I can sing like in Somali, like do like a, a Somali inspired wow, track, nice, nice. like forty percent Somali English, no, and just like reach out to that community. So I have, like, I have videos on my TikTok, bro, where I'm speaking Malaysian, and like I went viral on TikTok in like Malaysia, and I got a wow. so like. I want to do the same thing with my music. You see what yeah, I'm saying? And reach yeah. out to other audiences and stuff like, like that. that. So that's like, idea. That, yeah, that's why that's why I've kind of like taken a break because I don't want to I don't want to rush into it. And there's no rush. There's no rush. You see, because music is supposed to be timeless, and you want to make sure you make timeless music. You know what I'm saying? How many like, languages do you know? Uh, so Somali is like my fifth right now. Fifth language? Yeah. Oh. Fifth, yeah. So what are the other four languages? What so is English, English Arabic. Arabic, French. Uh, English, Arabic, French. Oh, French is in Canada, right? Yeah, French in Canada. That's, that's and now uh, Somali, inshallah. But Somali's hard, bro. I don't know if you guys knew, like, it's harder, it's actually harder than Arabic in some sense. The only thing I know is Wanku Wanku Jala. I always say that every time. Yeah. Wanku <laughs> Jala. Most sensitive things. You, you can say, uh, wa, Wan Fi An Ahai. Wan Fi An Ahai? Wan. Wan. Fi An. Fi An. Ahai. One fiana One fiana What does that mean? It's, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. How about Hoyo? Hoyo means mom, right? Hoyo, Hoyo, that's mom. That's your song. Yeah, I got love for Hoyo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put that a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in solo, yeah, in solo. And, and you know, a, a lot of other songs too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always rap yeah. Somalis in my, in, yeah. my, in my tracks. Yeah. I like that. Hoyo means mom. Hoyo. I learned that from you. Well, oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't know Hoyo? I never know Hoyo. Abba, but if, if you want to know Somali, you got to know Baris. 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 Baris is rice. And then Mos, banana. Oh, that's Arabic. Mos is Arabic. Mos is Arabic. Let's just say Baris, Yo, Mos. Yo is an, so Baris, Yo, Mos. Baris, Yo, Mos. They eat banana rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just salad of Baris, Yo, Mos. Is that rice? That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They eat like crazy. So you chop up bananas and you put in rice? Yes. You with your hands, bro. Yeah. 
Hey, yo, man. <laughs> you yummy food. You ever had yummy food? I love yummy food, bro. Oh, shit, someone. Have you had it? Have you had it before? Yeah. Uh, I, have, I, 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 I think so. I recognize a lot of it by, um, like, just by the, the look of it, but I don't know the names of it. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I, 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 in Dearborn, I have a lot of yummy food. Oh, Dearborn, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dearborn. They got mad. Yeah, yummy Central. Big, big yummy food out in Dearborn. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Where have you been, though, like, in, like, in the States? Uh, I've been everywhere in the States, bro. Like, just this past month, I've been to, obviously, here in New York. I went to Philly. I went to Chicago. I went to uh, Atlanta. Uh, I went to Texas, Dallas. Uh, I think I'm going to Florida uh, next week. Uh, and I'm, I'm probably going to stay for, like, another three weeks, actually, um, to, do, to do more charity work. And then, yeah, so I, I'm just going everywhere right now. That's man. crazy. You might as well just move to America, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I'm already telling you. I want to... I want to go to Canada. Yeah, yeah, don't move to Canada, but what? You know, no, man, I'm telling you, like I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the states is just more. Uh, I don't know. There's just more opportunity out yeah, there. It's definitely more opportunities, but living in Canada is peaceful. It's much it's more peaceful. Very, very chill, peaceful. Definitely like, more peaceful. Yeah. You know, it's just I feel like it's more calm. Yeah, definitely. Much, much more very calm, more calm yeah. and peaceful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They have, they have a good music scene in, t- in Toronto. That's why I noticed in Toronto they have a like a sick music scene. They do. Like, they like, do. There's a lot of like dope musicians out there. They do. I listen to a few people like you know like Keely. Keely, yeah, Keely, Ram Riddles. Yeah, I, I heard some of his music. Some Ram Riddles. Uh, there's like a lot of Somali artists, like Top Five or like. Yeah, there's a small, a Somali artist. What's that song? Come outside. Is that is that Come outside song? Come outside. I don't know. No. Uh, Come outside. Some shit like Come that. outside. Come outside. Yeah, I, 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 I know that's I, I don't know who it was. It was a little bit of like like I don't know. I don't know who's by. Just like the Halal Gang as well. Um, Mustafa the poet. Um, just yeah, there's just a bunch of tr- Torontos that are really dope. Yeah, but I'm from Ottawa. I don't know if you guys are from Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Ottawa. Someone just mentions Toronto whenever, like, Canada. Canada, Canada. Whenever I'm, I'm from Ottawa, man. So it's like four hours from Toronto. So, but I mean, Toronto's still home. So. Shout out Ottawa, man. Shout, Shout out Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, still, no, I'm yeah. Ontario still, yeah. you know? Yo, it's quiet out there. It's very quiet, bro. It's boring. That's why I left, bro. <laughs> but I know, though, man, you're still traveling a lot, like during COVID, like yeah, know? yeah. I didn't even know I can come to to this to the U.S., so that's why I came out here. You see what I'm saying? And I, I decided to extend my stay because I go back to Canada right now. There's a 14 day quarantine. It's it's mandatory. Like wow. they're gonna like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. But but for you coming here, it wasn't no problem, right? No, there was no problem. Just when I go back to Canada, they're gonna make sure I'm. I'm yeah, he's good, man. He's even Josh. Hey, nah, man. guys. Um, uh, thank you, guys, to everyone who's been listening and watching right now. And huge shout out to JD. Thank you for being here. Thank honestly, you for bringing man. me, guys. It means it's, it means a lot, man. It's a pleasure. Honestly, very inspirational talk. If yeah. you guys wanna make sure you guys get his book, jdean.com. Check it out. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Thank Hopefully, you so much, 100%, 100%, 100%. I really want to read it. Decade of guidance. That's I, I, don't, I don't know what's more impressive. Writing your own book or writing the Quran? Oh, <laughs> what's more present? I think writing the Quran. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but still, writing your own book still is, is gold. Both Thank of you them. so yeah. much. Thank you so it's much. It's huge man. gold. So if you guys, huh? Yeah. If you guys wanna, if you guys wanna see more, you know, stay updated with J Dean. You guys can follow him on Instagram at J A E underscore Dean D E E N. Check him out, Instagram, on the gram, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure having you, JD. Honestly, I'm happy we finally have you. It's been real. It's been a good talk. I, I can't imagine the amount of people that are going to be inspired by this podcast. I know. I, I really hope that's the intention, man. Like, just to inspire people and, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you never know, somebody might convert to Islam because I know yeah. you guys have a lot of non-Muslims viewing yeah. this right now. So, inshallah, man. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us, man. And bless you guys, man. Thank inshallah, you so much bro. for having me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your story, too, bro. Thank you so much, man. My brother, man. Profile when he. Profile when he. Socially. Profile when he.